there. This is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast. And I'm continuing on again with this uh, subject that I've been doing for the last couple of weeks, looking at endurance. Today, what I want to look at is the fact that we should never waver as you endure these difficult times. So as I continue looking at the need for endurance, and especially enduring as a Christian, I'm doing this because we live in disturbing times and the issues around us are testing the faith and the patience of many. But if we are to be with the Lord, we must endure to the end. And the Bible gives us insight about this endurance. So my aim today is to consider the fact that times are getting difficult and they will worsen as the return of the Lord draws near. I'm going to look at how endurance through these difficulties wins the approval of the Lord as we walk with Christ. And finally, I want to look at what happens when Christians simply don't want to endure. And it does happen. And it has happened many times. But today I'm going to start reading scriptures in Hebrews chapter 10. I want to start from verse 32. But recall the former days when, after you were enlightened, you endured a hard struggle with sufferings, sometimes being publicly exposed to abuse and affliction, and sometimes being partners with those so treated. For you had compassion on the prisoners, and you joyfully accepted the plundering of your property, since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. Therefore, do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward. For you have need of endurance, so that you may do the will of God and receive what is promised." Now, this is a terrific scripture on endurance. We see in the first part of it, he says, recall the days after you were enlightened when you endured a hard struggle with sufferings. Now, a lot of us, when we first came to the Lord, had to put up with a lot of rubbish, a lot of temptation, a lot of problems brought to us by other people. The devil was trying to get us back into his grouping in with the goats, but we wanted to be with the sheep the Lord's flock. But the devil was attacking us. He was using our friends. And you will have recalled that some of the people who may have been your friends back when you first became a Christian are no longer your friends. They drop away. As you become closer to the Lord, those people who don't want to be with him tend to drop away. Not all of them, but uh, most of them will fall away. So in those early days, though, because we were so on fire for the Lord, we put up with all of those things. We endured through those things. And we need to remember that. We endured those things for the sake of this new teaching that we just got. These words of life that were going to bring us to God's kingdom, that, were, that promised us eternal life and a better life now. And we endured all of that after we were first enlightened. It was a hard struggle. Sometimes some people are publicly exposed to abuse and affliction. I mean, you get on the internet and you put anything about Jesus up here, you're going to get exposed, you're going to get afflicted, you're going to get people saying all sorts of things about you. I know, I've been there, I've had it. And I've had some um, some terrible things said about me. But that's okay, because those people don't understand. And it's for the Lord to deal with them, because I don't know who he's calling and who he's not. And this is one of the things, one of the struggles. There are a lot of people in this world who are struggling, who haven't yet come to Christ, but they're struggling because of that reason, but also because of that reason, they're kicking against the goads, as it says, as it said about Paul. If we take Paul as an example, he was probably the greatest opposition to the early church that existed. I mean, he consented to the de death of Stephen when he was martyred. He took letters from the elders and the chief priests of the Jews to go into all the countryside and to lock up all of the Christians. 
he opposed Jesus Christ so severely that he was the cause of a lot of the severity and the sufferings of the early church. And then the Lord called him. And the Lord told him how much he was going to have to suffer for the sake of following Jesus. And so he did. And he recognized and understood how great this new covenant was, how great the gospel of salvation was, how much better it was than the old covenant, the covenant of law. He recognized these things. And not only did he recognize them for himself, he then went out and he taught the people. And he suffered for the fact that he did this teaching. And he thought, that's okay. He says, I don't mind because I'm doing the Lord's work. And he endured through all of those things for the sake of the people that he brought to the Lord and for the sake of us today, because all of the things that he wrote, his letters that, that were written to other people that held all of this insight and this understanding that he had that the Lord had blessed him with, he's now given to us. So going on, he said, For you had compassion on the prisoners and joyfully accepted the plundering of your property since you knew that you yourselves had a better possession and an abiding one. And so too, we understand that we have a, an abiding position. The stuff that we've got today Everything, if you look around the room or the car or whatever it is you happen to be uh, sitting in while you're listening to this, if you look around and see all of the things that you can see, all of that is coming to an end. The things that you have, the metal will rust, the uh, materials, the wood will rot, the curtains will rot, all of those things will eventually fall into disuse, disrepair and decay. But the word of the Lord lasts forever. And we can endure all of those things. We can endure the loss of all of those things when we understand that they don't last forever, that nothing in this world has any value because the only true value that exists is understanding the word of God and the righteousness that he gives us, the salvation that he gives us through Jesus Christ. That's the only thing that is of any value in this time and in this life. And so he says in verse 35, Therefore do not throw away your confidence, which has a great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that you may do the will of God and receive what is promised. We can't just give up. We have to keep enduring to go through all of the pain and all of the suffering so that we can do the will of God. It's the will of God that we go through these things so that we can learn and so that we can grow and so that we can come into his kingdom. Now, I'm going to go over into the next scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 4, and I'm going to read from verse 1. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead and by his appearing and his kingdom. Preach the word, be urgent in season and out of season, convince, rebuke and exhort, be unfailing in patience and in teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own likings and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander into myths. Now, this has happened already. We've seen this happen. They won't endure sound teaching. One of the things that we have to do is we have to endure sound teaching. We have to learn, and sometimes it's painful to learn these things, but we have to endure sound teaching. But these people he's talking about here, some people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, okay, so they want to hear things. That's why their ears are itching, so that they can listen to something but they don't want to hear the sound teaching. They want to find something that they like, not the words of God, something that sounds good, sounds pleasing. And we can see this in many of the ministries today, many of the televangelists that are on, on the television today. Many of those people are not teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
They've worked out and created this gospel of their own where everything is all peachy keen and, you know, you'll get lots of money and you'll never get sick and all of these things. And if you do, you're doing something wrong. Your faith is not, not good enough. If you're not getting the blessings of the Lord, as they say, you know, and they talk about the blessings of the Lord in financial terms, if you're not getting money, then there's something wrong with your faith. There's some issue. If you're sick in some way or if you've got some kind of physical disability, then they say there is something wrong with your faith. And it's the greatest load of rubbish of all time, this teaching, this prosperity gospel, uh, the divine faith gospels or whatever they call it. These things are false teaching. But there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people around the world who are following these things. It's become the ministry of this century. It's become the way that the word is being spread, but unfortunately, it's not the truth. But the people who have itching ears, they don't want to hear about the fact that you're going to suffer. They don't want to hear about the fact that you're going to be persecuted. They don't want to hear that you're going to have to be able to endure. They want to hear all this good stuff, all the nice stuff. Well, that's not quite the way it works. And that's what it says there in verse 4, that they will turn away from listening to the truth and wander into myths. And all this stuff that's being taught is a myth. It's not true. There are grains of truth in amongst it, but you've got to get rid of all of the rubbish before you can actually find them. So be very careful. Seek the truth. The Lord says, seek and you'll find. Ask and it will be given. Knock and it will be opened to you. So go and ask and seek and knock so that you can find the truth. And be prepared to endure for the sake of the truth, for the sake of the gospel. Because these people he's talking about in 2 Timothy 4 verse 3 will not endure sound teaching. They'll want to hear things, but they want to hear something that's going to tickle their ears, something that's going to make them feel good. And we are trying to find what the Lord had to say. We want to know what the truth is so that we can stand with Christ at his coming, so that we can be caught up into the air with him at his coming, so that we can enter into the new kingdom that he is building, the new heavens and the new earth, shouting and rejoicing and crying hallelujah to the Lord. We don't want to be like these other ones who have itching ears but are following lies. So the next scripture, the last scripture I want to have a look at, is over in the book of First Peter. And I'm going to read from First Peter 2, verse 18. Servants, be submissive to your masters with all respect, not only to the kind and gentle, but also to the overbearing. For one is approved, if mindful of God, he endures pain while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if when you do wrong and are beaten for it, you take it patiently? But if when you do right and suffer for it, you take it patiently, you have God's approval. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps." And what was the example of Jesus Christ? Well, he died for us. That's how much suffering he had to go through. He died for us so that we could follow in his steps, so that we could learn and understand the need for endurance through suffering. And as he says there, one is approved, that's approved by God, one is approved if mindful of God, he endures pain while suffering unjustly. Did Jesus suffer unjustly? Yes, he did. He had never sinned. He never did wrong. He never did the things that he was accused of when they put him to death. They were lies. He was put to death on the basis of lies. 
we have suffered lies as well in our lives. I'm sure that uh, most of you, if you haven't already, it will come, that someone will tell lies about you and you will suffer because of those lies. But don't worry about it because the Lord knows and understands these things. I've had lies said about me. My wife has had lies said about her. And we know that these things are lies. And over time, the truth came out and it was discovered and identified that the liars were actually lying. They weren't telling the truth. So don't worry about these things because God will take it in hand. God is in control. The Lord will sort those things out. And if we have to suffer unjustly for it now, I mean, we didn't retaliate with these things because that's not the way of the Lord. You don't retaliate, you turn the other cheek. So we didn't retaliate and the Lord took it on board and he brought the truth out so that justice would prevail in our lives and we would be able to stand in the face of these lies. So can you see how it's necessary that we have to endure to win the approval of the Lord and also how it's sometimes a struggle, especially in these unprecedented times, but we must stand firm in the faith as we go through these days. Can you also see that there is foolishness in trying to find an easier path, like these ones who have the itching ears? You can't turn to false teachers. Jesus said the way is hard that leads to life, so be prepared to do it tough on occasions. But also remember that he will see you through and he will give you comfort as you go through these things. As a prayer point, seek the Lord in prayer now to help you to endure in the face of the global crises that are here now. And in the knowledge, there will be more to follow for it's prophesied in the Bible that this has to happen before Christ returns. Ask God to keep you strong and to keep your heart and your mind in Jesus Christ in these unprecedented times. So that's it for this week. I hope you will join me again next week as I look one more time into this topic of endurance. So until next week, this is John from the freegiftfromgod.com podcast signing off and hoping in the Lord that you have a great week ahead. God bless. Oh,